Pod Vader. I'm evil. All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the Sports Gal Pal herself, Ramona Rice. Hey, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to another edition of the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help you understand why the sports fans in your life scream at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at SportsGalPal and, of course, on SportsGalPal.com. So what did I learn this week? Tiny humans growing up, I don't like it. I really, really don't. You see, I let my oldest go to sleepaway camp, and he loved it. He loved the independence. He loved being away from his parents and his little sister. Apparently, he got to blow up a rocket and he got to go out into like nature and dig in dirt and swim every day and eat junk food and all kinds of things that mommy doesn't normally allow the kid to do. And And I willingly was an accomplice to this. Like I have set myself up for failure because my almost nine-year-old is, is suddenly realizing, whoa, there's an entire world outside of mom and dad. Wait a minute. Well, what's up with this? And it's starting to give me like nightmares about you know outside influences and and I know I need to chill I know this is a normal part of growing up and I know that it's it's great that he he feels this sense of independence and you know it's amazing he came back a week later and and I could just tell the difference that the confidence he has and the growth and you know how much more independent he is and I and I do love it because I, I definitely want him at some point to move out of my house um and <laughs> take his sister with him I'd like my house back. But there's times still where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I remember that cute, cuddly guy. It made me think of a lot about a lot of the moms out there of freshmen, um, sports athletes particularly. You know, they had to say goodbye to their kids um, probably last month. Often um, college athletics will have the college athletes move into the dorms almost a month sooner just to get ready for conditioning, get them settled because they have a whole different schedule with um, designated study halls and, and training and various things that they have to do in order to comply with their scholarships or their programs. So um, it just made me think, it's like at some point, when when does the tiny human become a self-sufficient person? Like I thought I was years away from this and all of a sudden my almost nine-year-old is going, well, mom, I got this. And what's scary is I learned this week that that's going to happen and that it's a good thing, but my heart's broken. I just feel weird about it. Like, you know, I shouldn't have my heart broken. I should be excited about this. And, and I'm not. And I keep wondering, you know, I, I think about these moms who's, you know, those, those team moms, you know, they're the ones that bring the orange slices and the juice boxes and get, you know, shuttle people to travel ball games and stuff like that. What happens when that ends? Like, do you become so immersed in your child's life and activities that all of a sudden when they don't need you anymore, when they move on to a system like a college where they have professional team moms, and that provide all this stuff to them, then what do these moms do? You know, when my husband and I first discovered we were going to have a baby, you know, back in 2006, the one thing I talked about and I, I talk about now is that I don't want it to ever be where I'm living so much through my children that I lose a sense of myself, which is why the things like this project, like this podcast is, is amazing because it's mine. It's completely 100% mine. It is nothing to do with them other than when I talk to them about it or when I maybe bring them on. But still, even though I am not a mom who lives completely around her children, I have no problem hiring babysitters. I have no problem going on vacation by myself with my husband and not bringing the kids. Um, I have no problem not spending every ounce of my day with them, or I don't feel guilty about not staying home 
as a stay-at-home mom. I mean, I know there's a lot of moms out there and parents who do that, and that's awesome. But me, I was never designed to be that way, and that's okay. Um, but this was a new feeling. This was like a weird, like, wow, at some point, he's not going to need me in the role I'm in now. And how do I really feel about that? I don't know. I'll be really honest with you. But until then, I will gladly be AJ Rice's mommy <laughs> and gladly provide orange slices at soccer practice. So this is a quick um, one of this week because I want to get right into the interview. And let me tell you, um, this man has changed my life. Um, my guest this week, it is Jay Soderberg, otherwise known as the Pod Vader, for those of you who remember him on ESPN. And now he's, of course, head of content here at blogtalkradio.com. He's responsible for me being on this platform. And really, he's kind of changed the trajectory of my career as far as podcasting goes, because I think I'd still be on the sidelines going, maybe I'll do a podcast. And instead, he gave me this amazing platform and said, here's a mic, go. Um, here's some tips. Don't do this, do this, try that. And, um, He's made this kind of start really easy. But behind Pod Vader is an incredible woman. His wife um, is amazing. She is known <laughs> um, in his terms as Queen Padme, and it's kind of fun. Um, you'll see right off the bat that she's not really into Star Wars or football, um, but she's definitely into Jay Soderberg. Um, but she keeps him grounded. So they're a really great example of marriage and kids and how you balance all the craziness that is a sports fan when you're married to not quite as a crazy nut as you are. So hopefully you enjoy meeting the Soderbergs. All right, gals and pals, do I have a treat for you today. You have heard me talk about him numerous times, so much so it could be a drinking game. Don't do that, kids. That's dangerous. But I have my podcasting mentor, the head of content at blogtalkradio.com, the great, the powerful, at least in his own mind, Pod Vader is on the podcast today, but I don't just have Pod Vader. No, he has brought his incredible, loving, and beautiful wife, Queen Padme, is joining us. So it is Pod Vader family action on Sports Galpa, and I'm so excited. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, Ramona. I just want to clarify something, though. There is no Queen Padme here. <laughs> That's what he wants us to call you. I hate it. There's no Pod Vader. There's no Queen Padme. Oh, there's a Pod Vader. No, no, there's not. <laughs> I live in reality. This is Benet and this is Jay. <laughs> oh my, but does this, does he like rock around the house going, I'm Pod Vader? Do you even allow that sort of talk? No, absolutely not. He knows not to talk about it in front of me. I mean, he could make rest to the Pod Vader comment, but I would never call him that. See, we're getting so much insight into the marriage already. This is fantastic. So, um, so Jay, I'm going to start with you. I like to open up all my shows with the question, how did you even get into sports? Wow, such a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Um, I was probably about 10, maybe a little younger than that. And my dad uh, got tickets to a football game. And I said, I want to go. And he said, you don't even watch football with me. Why do you want to go to the football game? And I was like, because I go to the football game. I want to learn this thing that you keep watching all the time. And uh, he said, well, uh, your Uncle Tom and I are going to this game maybe next year. I was like, all right, that's fine. So my dad went and saw the Patriots play against uh, this guy. He was on the other His name is uh, Joe Montana. um so yeah so my dad didn't let me go to that game but then the very first Patriots game I ever attended uh was was a Patriots Jets game 
we're up in the nosebleed sections at old Sullivan stadium. And, uh, we're watching the game and Steve Grogan is just stinking up the joint. Like only Steve Grogan could. And at halftime, uh, they pulled him. And it, this actually turned out to be the very first game. Uh, what's his name? Ended up coaching. Oh my God. Now I, I can't remember his name. This is why we failed so bad at uh, trivial uh, warfare. Oh, I, I, th- uh, among many reasons. <laughs> um, Oh, he was the wide receiver for the Colts. Seriously, I don't expect you to remember 30-plus years ago when you can't even remember what you ate for breakfast. Well, anyway, it was his first game as head coach. He pulls Steve Grogan at halftime, and Tony Eason comes in, and the stadium erupts. And I'm like, Dad, what, what's going on? And he's like, well, they're cheering because the, the new quarterback is in. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, the other quarterback got fired. I was like, wait. There's like 60,000 plus people here cheering because a guy lost his job. I don't, what is this? <laughs> and that was my introduction to sports. That, that's some introduction. Like I got introduced by my dad waking me up for the 1986 Mets World Series. And when they, when they won, like I, I remember that. That's like one of my first like sports memories. And I'm bringing that up because, you know, I know that you're also a Boston Red Sox fan. So I <laughs> just want to do that. Yes. 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 So I, I seem to remember a Mets-Red Sox World Series, yes. It's funny yeah. because I came from a strictly Yankees, well, not Yankees, Brooklyn Dodgers. My dad was a big Brooklyn Dodger fan. And then we went to Yankee games, and he basically will root for anybody but the Yankees. So we grew up with Giants, that side. And then when I met Jay and we moved into this house, huge Patriot fan, and our neighbors almost booted us out of the neighborhood. We had a giant inflatable Patriot in our front yard for many, many years. Uh, that inflated every day during the football season. Oh my! Yo, wow. yes. Wow, that that's wow. Okay, that's. Yeah, oh, I would and, never let my husband and, do that. That's not to mention the Patriot Mobile. Oh, please. let's not go there. <laughs> now, is your um, are both cars Patriot Mobiles or just Jays? Wait. wait. Jay used to have a Patriot Mobile where he put this these hideous stickers or what do you call them? Magnets, yeah. stickers, magnets. Uh, you know, They're fat, fat heads. Uh, a listener at ESPN sent him some, so he decorated his 1998 Chevy Cavalier full of Patriot stickers. Now, mind you, I would never go in that car. So I think for the last eight years, I might have stepped foot in that car for maybe one time. So now we bought a brand new car. So he got my old car and he is a few magnets on them. So he's got like three Patriot magnets that are removable. It's a good start. And that's the most he's going to have on them. It's a good start. Because wow. that's still my baby. Even though it's his car now, it's still my baby. So that is not going to be. Won't be on my Twitter account. I've, I've the seen real it. Pod Vader. I've, I've seen uh, it. It's a little. Are you telling me the original or the new one? I've seen the new one. It's reasonable. No, the original. Oh, oh the I new will, one is fine. The new. The new one is the new one. There's a picture. I did take a picture and posted it on Twitter, but I mean, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm slightly embarrassed to call that a Patriots mobile. It's, it's start. Okay. Wow. I'm, I'm learning so much already and, and I'm so thankful. I, you know, cause I'm the crazy sport nut in my family um, because I'm a huge UVA fan because I graduated from there and my husband's kind of along for the ride. So, you know, but I take all my stuff off when it's not game day because, you know, I'm a grown up and kids in the car and, and other things. So, but, but 
just reminded me today game day i need to put a jersey on <laughs> is brady playing no brady's not playing today well, that would make sense because it's actually preseason. And when does the suspension? So let, let's get right into it. So the offseason for the NFL has been filled with nothing but deflating balls, deflating balls, deflating balls, and whether or not Tom is going to be able to play before week six or however it is. And I know that, you know, the funny story I tell people when they ask me, well, what's, you know, Pod Vader like? Because I do get asked that a lot. And I said, well, it's really funny because, you know, he's kind of calm and normal until the Patriots come up and then he gets to be super fan and it's kind of fun to watch. And I tell the story about we were on a conference call together, you and I, when I was just starting out my podcast and your wife happened to be in the room at the same time. And I had asked you because the Wells report had just come out and I'd asked you, how are you doing with that? Are you talking about a lot at home? And he, you know, Jay goes, no, not really. And behind him, the wife's like, the hell he hasn't. And it was just this ongoing. It was fantastic. It was like, oh, my gosh, I must have her on my podcast. It was fantastic. Best moment ever. See, you guys only know Pod Vader. You don't know Jay Soderberg. What's he like at home? Hmm. That is a really loaded question. (laughs) He's looking at me now like, don't tell them. Don't tell them. (laughs) No, he's a great guy. We've been together a long time. And if... You know, I didn't love him. I wouldn't put up with all of the Patriots stuff and the work, 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 work stuff and all the social media stuff, all the stuff I really can't stand. Oh, that's so interesting because that's what all of us love about him. That's so interesting. And but he's a great dad. Like when we were in Dallas together, we were just um, in Dallas for a podcast movement. I mean, I definitely know um, that your family was on his mind I mean, he was working, he was focused, he was doing that sort of thing, but it was definitely like, he, you could tell his heart was still in Connecticut with you guys. Oh, that's nice to hear. He must have paid you to say that. No, he didn't. I promise. Text in the mail. <laughs> mail, did you hear? Yeah. Lots of no, zeros, Jay. He's lots a great, of zeros. Lots of zeros. He must have a secret account that I don't know about if there's lots of zeros after that. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's a great dad. Um He's probably more involved than any father I know, to be honest with you. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, he just had Zach on his podcast, which was adorable, by the way. Um, and my favorite was how you he was trying to do fun things, and you immediately go, no, Zach, don't do that. And it was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, I couldn't tell if it was the dad tone, because I'm like, wait a minute, I've heard that tone. Hey, wait a minute, he uses that for all of his podcasters. No, don't do that. <laughs> I thought the best part of it was when Zach tried to pimp out his YouTube account. <laughs> That was fantastic. And he's like, hey, I'm Zach the All-Star. Come on, give me some views. <laughs> now you're and pimping I, out your son's <laughs> YouTube as well. I'm sorry. Kid's so mad that no one subscribed <laughs> since the podcast. Now you're going to throw it out again. Listen, I hate that he does it, but it's kind of funny. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, it's hard, I think, because, again, he's, he seems like he's such a social, like, butterfly, you know, and he seems like, you know, obviously, he has been brought into the religion that is Patriots football. I mean, there's no denying that one. I actually love the fact, honestly, that they are sports geared and that they love sports that much. I mean, I may not be the biggest sports fan, but I've learned over the years you can actually appreciate it and enjoy it. The only time I don't like it is if it comes between doing something else and having to watch the Patriot game live. How do you why can't you that? record it? Oh, no, How you can't I record it? it. I have to. You can't, you can't record it. I'm I don't sorry. understand I, that. I mean, in the life of DVR, I would think it would be a great thing to fast forward through those commercials. No. The, the problem is, is Twitter. 
Now Watch for sports. Sports yeah, well, is like the last thing that's like perfect live. Like it's the only thing that still works live. Like I have no problem sitting in yeah. front of a TV for three hours live and, and sitting through that. So if you had to record something, why wouldn't you? Like if there was something pending, watch it. If you don't check your social media, then you wouldn't have a problem. You'd think you're watching it live, right? No, no. they don't hear you when you yell at them on tape. Oh. When you yell at them live, they hear you and they do exactly what you're yelling at them I about. I see, I see. That's yeah. what makes it so frustrating when they don't listen to you when you're yelling at them. <laughs> it's still it, it is it's one of the rare things now because like you know all of my t- regular tv you're right i totally dvr it because i just you know I'm, I'm like you i'm a busy mom and and working and stuff and i've you know and pod vader's like here let me give you a podcast okay sure because i have plenty of free time and so you know but but sports is still the one thing where i'm like no and for me and my husband it's something we do together. not well, really I, I think the easy part for me is that as much as they like sports, both him and Zach, the only one that they're fully dedicated to is the Patriots. So they might be Red Sox fans or this and that, but they don't have to be home to watch it. They might be home or available to a TV to watch any Patriot game. So yeah, it doesn't interfere with life that much. Well, that's and that good. Was, that, that was me being a good husband. I picked one sport. I don't believe you. I did. I picked one sport. I said, all right, it's going to be professional football. Yeah. I mean, if I picked baseball, that's, what you is say, that, like 1,342 yeah, games a year? Yeah, you say it's boring. Baseball's boring. Well, it kind of is. Yeah. So. And then if I picked basketball, I mean, that's another. Yeah, you know, all of these sports he's mentioning are not passionate. 500, I'm not passionate. 500 games a year. And then I didn't go to a big-time college, so I don't really have a college to root for. They should have had a math team. <laughs> Emerson doesn't do that. Yes, we know. We hear that all the time. <laughs> Can we go back to this idea about scheduling things around football games? Sure. So, so our nephew uh, scheduled his wedding the day of the AFC, uh, uh, the AFC first round of the playoffs. Why would he? Not do the that? wild card round, the divisional round. Did Why would he do that? For a fact, did you figure it out? Yes, I oh. figured it out, and I'm, I'm. He's as big a Patriot fan as Zach and I, although I question it now. So I, I've already sent him off an email. What are you thinking? The, this is, the Patriots are a lock for the divisional round of the playoffs with or hmm. without Brady. I think that his fiance really picked that day and he did not do the foresight and the uh, proper research to go, wait a minute. Let me double check what day that really is. Because had he done that, he probably would have prevented her from doing that. So that's, yeah. he just, he dropped the ball. Did he respond to you yet? No. Oh. You so are you going to the wedding? February. Are you going to we the are. wedding? We are. So what yes, are you going to do? We're... Oh, I will make sure that there's a television. That is for sure. I will, I will subscribe to whatever streaming option I need to for my telephone. Uh, I will not be missing any Patriots minutes. That's for sure. And not in the playoffs. Are you sure they're going to make the playoffs though? Because if Brady's not there for four games, I mean, that could make the difference. They're going to make the playoffs. I'm not worried about that. And honestly, after the round one of court appearances, it sounds like the judge is really focusing on the fact that the NFL doesn't have evidence. Um, But Brady smashing his phone uh, was probably one of the stupidest decisions of his life. So 
to me, it sounds like there's definitely going to be a reduction in the suspension, but there's going to be some sort of suspension. Yeah, and I think, honestly, you guys face, what, Pittsburgh week one? Who do you face week two? Everyone asks me this. I only remember three of the four teams that we face, Jaguars, and one of them is the Cowboys. See, the Cowboys could be tough, and Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, will be tough, especially without Brady. I mean, let's be honest. Brady is your offense. Oh, my wife is falling asleep here. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is what she does when when sports gets (laughs) talked about. But at least, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this is what I tell people, you know, when you want to get your wives and your girlfriends or your non-sports fans, I shouldn't just assume that it's women because I do have a lot of, you know, people who are like, no, I want to get my friends to, to like this more. Sometimes you have to focus on the stories behind the person rather than, you know, like the stats and figures and, and stuff like that. Because, you know, women particularly, there's been research and we are story driven. So we want to find out about, you know, like, again, Tom and his wife, Giselle, and how they're handling this whole suspension thing. And then the drama of, of him breaking the phone and like the best part of the Wells Report, in my opinion, and the best reenactment is on another blog talk radio show, Her Fantasy Football. The ladies there reenact the entire um, text between the two guys and they did it beautifully. So you need to check that out. It was hilarious. Uh, but that was my favorite part of the report because I'm just going, wow, they really texted about all this nonsense. Like it just shows that who who's really working in the NFL may not be the brightest crayons in the box. It was, it was fantastic just to read all that, but the drama of it is just like, what are we really, what, what did he really do? We don't know. And that's the thing I'm getting. Like I'm personally, I can't stand the Patriots. I don't like them. I'm still mad about the Eagles Super Bowl. I'll get over it at some point. Probably not. Um, but I just, you know, the, the Patriots are the team to hate. So I have no problem with Brady being suspended just because I don't like him. But that's the problem, too. And I think the NFL is playing in on that. By the way, as, as a Patriots fan who grew up with them from way back in the 80s, it's been an interesting road for us to travel because we were the doormat of the NFL in the 90s, in the early 90s. Uh, and then we've only recently become the Yankees of the NFL. And it's just as a fan, it, it's an odd, it's an odd experience because, you know, there was so long where not only were we not hated, we were just forgotten about it's sort of like, Oh, it's the Patriots. You don't have to worry about them. Uh, and now everyone's like, Oh, we hate those guys. Why? Because we, we fought back and made something out of our franchise. Like it's pretty obvious all these other franchises that suck could be doing the exact same thing. They just don't because they're stupid. Well, well there you have it. I know that, that was very eloquently said. How do you prepare yeah. Zach Thank for you. the day? Um, because when Tom Brady finally retires, because once Tom Brady retires, you know, can this whole Patriots dynasty keep going? How do you prepare your kid for that? Because he's never experienced Patriots football in that kind of dire straits. He's only seen the good. Well, fortunately, he has the Red Sox to sort of learn from because uh, it was funny. I took him to his first Red Sox game at Fenway Park, and uh, he he's leaving the game, and the Sox got terribly blown out on Pedro Martinez. And he's sitting there like, ah, oh, man. This sucks. Like, so hard to be a Red Sox fan. I'm like, don't don't talk to me about how hard it is to be a Red Sox fan. It wasn't always like this, where they win World Series every other year. Like, get out of here. You don't know what it's like to be a Red Sox fan. So, um, 
so he so he at least has something to learn off of. And honestly, that's the big question: is is the dynasty going to be able to continue without Tom Brady? I think it can. Uh, I'm not necessarily convinced based on what I've seen out of training camp that Jimmy Garoppolo continue to carry that flag. I mean, hopefully we'll see a little bit more during these preseason games, but um, you know, I'm hopeful. Now you have another child. We have not mentioned her. Um, is she not into sports at all? Ava's not into sports. I mean, she, she. There was a brief moment in time where I was like, "Oh, she's going to become the perfect woman," and then you mean she, like her mom? Sure. Yeah. And then, and then now she doesn't care about sports at all. But there was a brief period of time where she's like, "Oh, I love Tom Brady." But she'll she'll um she'll watch with us. I mean, down and watch a whole game normally. Um, Sundays are kind of cool because I know that Jay's home, so he'll be home with the kids, and I can go do whatever I want, which is normally the case anyway, but I like to cook, you know, on Sundays, football, chili, potato skins. Chili is awesome. Yeah. You know, good stuff. So it is kind of a, kind of a family time and it comes at my favorite time of year. I love fall. So having sports in the house, I actually enjoy. As I said, it doesn't really take away from anything else that we have going on. And so Ava just- will sit and watch with us and... So you've just figured out ways to kind of work it around. So, and again, you're lucky. Like if he were into college football and NFL football, that would oh, be really yeah. complicated. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm not going to say I, I like football. If I had to choose a sport to sit and watch, it probably would be football. I don't dislike it. I understand why they like it. And I've gotten into it too, especially come Super Bowl time when, you know, I have one of those squares and I'm rooting for a certain <laughs> point or score. And then when I come like two seconds away from, you know, winning and then someone's got to score a touchdown, that bothers me. Then I hate football. You mean like the Seahawks yes. at the end of the yes, first half? Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember what team it was. That's why I didn't mention it. <laughs> yeah, it was the Seahawks. Yeah. yeah I don't think that was many really Seahawks annoying. fans are happy with the Seahawks still. I think they're still upset about the whole, you know, interception. Give the ball to Marshawn. Oh, well. Pod Vader is creating what I think is an all-star lineup of fantasy experts to um, have a blog talk radio fantasy league. And he has lovingly <laughs> asked me to come along. I'm not sure why. Um, I'm a little scared because I'm like, oh, great. These are people that do this for a living. So you want to talk about that? Sure. So, I mean, it, it seemed pretty obvious to me that this should happen. There, We have so many great fantasy football shows. and you know, regular NFL football shows that uh, that are on Blog Talk Radio, that putting them all together in a league just seemed to make perfect sense. But why hadn't this been done before? It seemed like this was the thing to do. So uh, uh, we've got the Fantasy Guru. We have Pro Football Focus. Uh, we have FF Toolbox. Uh, you already mentioned her Fantasy Football will be joining us. Dennis Farrell of the Fantasy Sideline Show will be on there. Uh, I'll be involved uh, with this particular draft, and it is because I have a football show, Next Fan Up, not just because I'm the head of content and I want to have fun too, um, although that might be a majority of the reason why I did this. Uh, the uh, my, my guy, Matt Chatham uh, from Football by Football, and, and of course yourself. And <clears throat> you know, what will be interesting is to see if one of our non-fantasy shows can actually win this league and beat the fantasy experts. That's what I'm kind of hoping for happens out of the season. 
Well, me too. And I hope it's me because that would be completely shocking, I think, for everybody, including myself, because it's like I, people ask me fantasy advice all the time. And I'm like, go, go to her fantasy football. That's where I send them because they're my favorite um, because that's the show I listen to to get advice, to be perfectly honest. And I'm going, wow, I'm going to be up against these guys and you. I mean, you know, it's so funny when I'm out talking to friends or out and about in the podcasting world. And they're like, oh, yeah, I love Jay. He was on that other show. And I'm like, well, he's on this other show now on Blog Talk Radio. And it's, and it's awesome. Like you you definitely have to listen to it. The other cool thing Pod Vader has done is he's unleashed all of his super fans. They are all coming on my show. They are all hilarious. Um, they are all vying to be my favorite. It's it's very funny. I've had some of them like they've wanted to chat even afterwards because and this is what they said that like on the sh- on the regular show they don't get to talk as much as they like. So on my show they actually got to talk and really dive into deep. So they're super excited. Um, particularly Tim, the Falcons fan. Um, he he's something and he and I got a rant out of him. It was fantastic. Oh, he's the best ranter of the bunch. And actually, if you get Patrick going on Deflategate, uh, uh, he's known to you know throw down a rant or two. I love the Australian-British guy. <laughs> <laughs> love him. Oh, English Simon? Yeah, he's coming on. I, I'm taping English him in a English Simon, yes. Yeah, he was once my favorite. Um, he is not because it took um, Tim, like, basically on Twitter calling him out to get him on the show. And he's apologized. And I'm like, he needs to grovel very much to be back into the sports gal house. He was graces. He was probably trying to perfect his British accent. That's why he didn't get back to you. Yeah, because secretly I yes. think that he is an American because, you know, he likes Bengals football, which that's a whole other issue. And he also likes Manchester United, which most Americans like. if They like Premier League No, no, no. Football. He's Australian. He's Australian. <laughs> <laughs> he is not British or American. He's I'm gonna put the, At one point, I'm gonna put I believe the, you actually mentioned he might be Austrian as well. Aust- no, that was a No, that was a spell check. Oh, the automatic spell replacement thing. It came up Austrian. I'm going to put the link um, to that. Those particular episodes where they talk about it for next fan up in my show notes on sportsgalpal.com. It is very funny. Um, he's very charming. Like I think the ladies do love the English Simon Jay. They probably do. You know, it's not just English Simon. We have two other Brits on the I've show. I've never heard well. them on the show. I've well, only heard the, English here's Simon. Here's the thing. He cl- English Simon called me out because I didn't, Jay was having technical difficulties and I didn't know the guys could hear me in the background. And I ended up walking into the room and saying something. He's like, Padme? I can't even do the accent. I should try it, but. No, don't. <laughs> He's like, is that Queen Padme? And I'm like, um, hello? You know, and then I had to have a conversation and then I had him record some British, you know, the British stuff. Like, I want you to thing. say like. Let's have some tea and crumpets, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so he recorded it for me and I brought it to work because that's where we try to perfect our British accents. But, you know, I thought he was Australian. What can I say? So he's like your own private Rosetta Stone, only for English accents. <laughs> Pretty much. I didn't think about it that way. But yes. Yes, he is. That's so awesome. I'm so talking to him about that. Like, how does he feel about that? You know, all these American women are like, Simon, talk to me. Talk to me, Simon. Talk to me. And he's yeah, like, right? What? So, yeah, so funny, so <laughs> funny. So, again, the show, if you want to hear Pod Vader regularly, um, it is Next Fan Up. It is on Blog Talk Radio. It is one of my favorites. And not just because he was awesome and gave me a podcast, but because it actually is awesome to hear from fans about sports for once in a while, not just talking heads. So, anything else we want to add while we sign off, guys? Uh, I would just like to thank you for this opportunity, Ramona. I appreciate being on your show. Um, Are you accepting like an Academy Award or something? I should mention that the winner of the Fantasy League is going to get some sort of trophy. 
What does the so, loser yeah, get? We're gonna make- Are we doing that where the loser gets something? I've, I've considered kicking the loser out um, for next year, but I don't know yet. That seems a little harsh. That is harsh. That is very harsh. That's mean. I don't like that. I'll tell you, and my, my brother-in-law and sister have a fantasy football league that they do with their friends every year. And this last mm-hmm. one they had to do was if you lost the league, you had to go take the SATs. <sighs> you literally had to go sign up, go to class. The SATs. Well, awful. the person that lost has not taken the SATs yet, so I believe that they're kicked out of the league. No. Wow. Yeah, I did not know this. Pretty strict rules right up front. They tell you this is what's going to happen. If you accept and you lose, you must do it or you're not invited back. I'm in as a midseason replacement, and I kicked all their butts, so they're worried this year. Oh. Well, it's not really fair because, you know, your job, well, it's technically your job isn't just sports anymore because you handle a bunch of awesome other shows. Like Bog Talk Radio is not just sports guys. They have a ton of great shows um, on any topic you could possibly think of. It's, you know, I, I'm going to mention again, blogtalkradio.com. I Call your girlfriend, all- John yeah. Daly, business shows. Hold on, I have a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So you told me, you you posted to me that Jay is crazy about me. How do you know that? You know, his tweets about you, um, you know, the fact is the last Oh, that's day, just to get in my good graces. That's not. No, no. That's, that's I will like, tell you. I will uh, tell you why. I will tell you why. So, and and yeah. I, we didn't even go over the story of how Jay discovered me in Las Vegas. So, in Las Vegas, we were both at New Media Expo. I went there not knowing anything about podcasting or even what a podcast was. My company sent me there. And while I was there, I had dinner with another awesome British guy. If you like British accents, you should totally check out his show. I'll tell you afterwards because he's not on Blog Talk and we won't pro- promote him today. Okay. Um, so he um, and I were talking and he my Twitter handle was Sports Gal Pal. And he's like, why is that? Well, you used to have a blog about sports. And he goes, oh, that'd be a great podcast. You should make that podcast. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Well, I kept asking everybody there. And they're like, yeah, that's a great idea for podcasts. The last day, I'm talking to a couple in this kind of common area. There's this guy sitting on a high top table with his laptop. And um, I'm, I'm talking. And apparently, this is what Jay told me in, in Dallas. I go in some rant against some other show that I didn't like. And he was like, I need that person on Block Talk. I don't know who she is. So, I mean, am I getting the details right? Yes. Yeah, that sounds like what he's yep. mentioned. Yeah, pretty much. So later that day, so he introduces himself. He's like, I'm Jay. I'm, Jay. I'm a pod vader. I'm like, the what? The who? Well, yeah. going around the conference again, they're like, no, you want to go pod vader. If pod vader has chosen you, go to that side of the force. I'm like, oh, okay. So later that day, my husband and I are actually in like this lobby area and I happen to see Jay and we start chatting and all of a sudden he goes, yeah, I'm taking a couple of days. I I'm really want to see my wife and kids. I really miss them. And that's when I knew, you know, is that he has set up his schedule so that he can spend as much time with you guys as possible. And that's something you can't fake. You can't put a tweet about that. You can't put a Facebook post about that. You, you know, your interactions with each other, you can see it. It's a strong marriage. It's, it's really great to see. It's a good inspiration for those of us, you know, because again, marriage is, is hard. Um, it's not easy. There oh, are yeah. times when you just look at the person oh. like, what the hell did I do? Listen, when they breathe or they hold their apple a certain way or they chew and you just want to <laughs> strangle them. Yes. But you push through those moments, okay? And you realize like what's important. Listen, Jay and I will be the first to tell you marriage is not easy. We've had our ups and downs, but we just get stronger and stronger. I, I and, and you guys can see it. You can see it by the way he talks about you um when you're not around. And that that's a true test of a person. So Jay it gets husband A plus awards, at least because I don't live with him. So I don't know if he leaves his socks on the Yeah, that's exactly it. Yes. <laughs> nope, doesn't do that. 
but the little things that get on my nerves. I mean, he he never left his socks on the floor, but that was even before me. That's coming from someone who lived at home, went to college, and then was on his own again. You know, no one was there to pick up the socks. That's true. That's yep. true. You need- That's true. All right. Very good. I don't, know, I don't get why you don't like the way I hold my apples. Though. Oh, please. We'll do a video. I don't like the way my husband, he uses a fork instead of a spoon for certain things. And it drives me nuts. Like for chili, he'll eat it with a fork. I'm like, that's a spoon food. Oh, that's a spoon food. Well, that sounds familiar. Jay and your husband would get along great. Jay does that too. Like who eats macaroni and cheese with a fork? I don't get that. It's a spoon food. That's a problem. Exactly. It's not a problem. It's not just me. Or he has to use like, he can't use like a metal spoon for his yogurt. He has to use this stupid plastic spoon. Yeah. Every time. And if it's not there, oh my God. That's right. Wow. So yes. If he's ever suffocated, I shouldn't say that. (laughs) If you ever suffocated (laughs) in the middle of the night, it's because he ate his apple. Yes, I know. I take that back. Retract that. It's recorded. It's on. It's. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> this is why I haven't had my husband on my podcast. This this is why right here. So <laughs> this is why right here. Oh, listen, I was I was mild. I was mild. I could add a lot to this conversation, but I decided I was going to be nice today. You should. He really does adore you. He really truly adores you. Oh, well, that's good. Yes, <laughs> and he tells that to total strangers that that have no idea who you are. So yes. Well, he plays on, you know, that's to play on his sweet side. So they think he's like, he's not evil, you know, the dark side. So he's got to put a little in. Oh. No, I'm Pod Vader. I'm evil. Again, Pod Vader, where can Galpon Nation find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the real Pod Vader. Listen to my show, blogtalkradio.com slash next fan up. Uh, you can follow all those super fans that we're talking about. They write up previews every week on our Facebook page. That'd be facebook.com slash NFU podcast, or you just search Next Fan Up on Facebook and you'll find it pretty easily. And I will include all those notes on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal and, of course, sportsgalpal.com. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks, Ramona. Thanks again to Pod Vader and his incredible wife, Queen Padme, a.k.a. Benet in real life, uh, for coming on the podcast. You guys are great. So on to our question of the week, and it comes actually from myself. So every year around this time, I suddenly catch my husband watching a ton of baseball. But it's not Major League Baseball. It's the World Series for the Little League. That's right. Little League World Series action is heading to Williamsport again. And it sort of captures the imagination of, I think, all sports fans, particularly my husband. I don't, you know, he didn't really play Little League as a kid. So I don't know if it's because he watches it so much because it's sports. And again, we've talked about this. He's willingly able to watch anything as long as it involves a bat or ball or broom or some type of athletic competition. Or the fact that every big guy kind of dreamed of at least playing at Williamsport. It seems a little more obtainable because those are regular average kids. Um, so I did a little bit of history about the Little League World Series, and it's a pretty fascinating um, um, thing. It's been going on since 1947. It's held held every August at South Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Um, and it's actually part of a worldwide tournament, but there's actually nine different divisions. Um, the, the, one, the most famous, of course, is the Little League World Series. Um, but the um, they have them all the way up until like they're 18 it's, it's incredible the organization that it goes into um and so what happens is is that um it's broadcast on espn i mean it it's has its own 30 for 30 
documentary. It's an incredible thing. And I'm like, it's involving 11 to 13 year olds. I mean, that's crazy to me. Like, like what in the world? And so I'm, I'm watching some of the regionals and, and I'm reading some of the stories and it's really compelling. And it, once again, it reminds me that, you know, it's kind of like the Olympics and that it's a really story driven athletic event because you really start to care about these teams and these players. And I'm thinking about last year with Monet Davis, who was a breakout star, um, first Little League World Series person to ever be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And um, she has captured the Nation. She won SB this year uh, for best breakthrough performance. And I mean, it, it's a phenomenon, but it, it is still weird because you're watching, you know, little kids play baseball. I mean, you, you could go to the park and do that right now. There's probably a pickup game somewhere. Of course, if you're there without kids, you may look as like a creepy person. So maybe that's not the best idea. But it, it just reminds me that, you know, in essence, sports is really... A compilation of yes, it's competition and it's people doing amazing things, but ultimately it's really about you know pushing the human being to say what what is possible with the amount of hard work and just a little bit of luck and timing. What exactly is possible? Is it possible for my average you know eleven year old to make it onto a team that makes it to the Little League World Series in Williamsport? It is possible. It, it is quite possible that your child has this opportunity. And then what does this opportunity allow that child to do? How does the child grow and experience that? And again, it goes back to what I learned this week. You know, I did not, I, I, it was bittersweet sending my kid off to summer camp for the first time. Cause it was the first time he was there without any kind of family support at all. He was there by himself with the counselors and new people and he, and he had to figure it out on his own. And he did beautifully. And so it just goes to show that sometimes if we don't push ourselves, if we don't go past what we are comfortable with and we stay inside this kind of safe box that we never really grow as human beings. So, you know, that's when I think of the Little League World Series. That's what I think of. I think of these are extraordinary young men, typically, and women, um, and these coaches who are pretty much dads and moms all hanging together for one goal to have this like kind of one brilliant moment. And this may be the highlight of their athletic career. For a lot of them, it is. You know, it will never get any better than Williamsport. And for others, um, they'll go on to be amazing, great athletes. We've, there's an entire list of famous athletes that were once at Williamsport. It's pretty remarkable. So um, if you get a moment, take a time to take in a game. Um, it's the last little bit of baseball before football starts really, really invading the space. Again, a big thanks to Soderbergh's Jay and Benet for coming onto the podcast today. You guys were terrific. I want to give you all my Galpa Nation a heads up. Tomorrow starts my two-a-day series where every day, with the exception of Mondays and Thursdays, until football, I will be releasing two special podcasts each day featuring Next Fan Up super fans here on blogtalkradio.com. It's a special series that we are doing to preview each individual team on a personal level. You're going to hear from each super fan about why he loves his team, which games to look out for, what personnel is important, and it really gives you a great baseline into what each team is going to be facing and what, on a fan level, people are really talking about. This is great for my Gal Pal Nation members who maybe are still rookie sports fans or just looking for those little nuggets of information that will hopefully help them understand when the sports fans in their life go a little crazy this time of year. It's the best time of year, guys. Football is just weeks away. We're already seeing preseason games, and I cannot wait. The other cool event is that I'm adding a second day of the podcast. So you're going to hear full episodes of Sports Gal Pal on Mondays and Thursdays. Monday is going to be my traditional show featuring what I learned this week, a great interview and of course the question of the week 
Thursdays are going to be all about me previewing what's going to happen that weekend, both for NFL football and college football. I'm a big college football fan, and despite my own team having struggles, I'm still looking so forward to seeing what's going to happen. I have so many questions about if Ohio State's going to repeat, what TCU is going to be doing, um, which of the a- uh, the SEC teams are going to be like you know rising and taking over that conference. There's just so much drama. It's fantastic. I love it. I can't wait to share it with you. So again, if you've got questions or you have a specific team that you want to know more about, tweet me at SportsGalPal on Twitter, or you can email me, Ramona at SportsGalPal.com. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out SportsGalPal.com.